This is Letters in Grace for Thursday, March 3rd, 2022. Talking about the Bible and Bible issues, and uh, I'm not your uh, Bible guy with all the answers, but this is just to start those conversations, get you thinking about Bible things, and hopefully with the end goal of getting you to spend more time in God's Word, reading God's Word, to know Him, and to know what his word says, most importantly, to know the Lord Jesus and what he said and what he did and what he asks of us. Today, talking about uh, the Proverbs, has uh, there's a proverb that says, there is a way that seems right to man, but its end is the way of death. Hear that again. There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. We do a lot of things and a lot of our behaviors and just the the thoughts we form about God. Uh, We think and do what we think seems right, but if its end is the way of death, that's not good, right? Obviously. So the question is, when I think about God, when I think about who he is, is that just uh, something that I've just kind of come up with in my mind and my, my own idea, my own image of God, or is that the true God? Because if it's not the true God, that that's an idol. That's, that's a, That's idolatry. That's a very serious sin, right? And not only that, it's not God. And so if you have a wrong idea of God and what he's like and what he wants from us, and instead have replaced it with an idea that seems right, that's really where that proverb really starts to to hit home. There is a way that seems right to man, but its end is the way of death. If you have a false image of who God is in your mind. You live for that false image of God, and if you're wrong, then the outcome of that is death. Not just you will physically die, but it's it's hell. It's it's spiritual death. It's eternal. So let me take you to the very end of the story, and then let's back up. First thing you want to know. God, like we have to know God, who he is. We have to know the true God and he reveals that to us in the Bible. So we have to know the God of the Bible. He is the true God. Now, if we go all the way to the end, to the book of Revelation, and let's talk about on that day when you and I will stand before God, that the Bible says it is appointed to a man once to die, and then the judgment. And it says this in Revelation chapter 20, starting with verse 11, says, Then I saw a great white throne, and him who was seated on it. From his presence, earth and sky fled away, and no place was found for them. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne, and books were opened. Then another book was opened, which is the book of life. 
and the dead were judged by what was written in the books according to what they had done. And the sea gave up the dead who were in it. Death and Hades gave up the dead who were in them, and they were judged, each one of them, according to what they had done. Death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire. And if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was thrown into the lake of fire. So, we pause here for a very serious question. Is your name written in the book of life? If your name is not written in the book of life, when books are opened, every sin that you've ever sinned, you will stand and give account to God. And if you stood before any human judge ever for any crime, you can't plead to the judge saying, well, enough time has gone by that the, the pain that that sin or error or crime has caused has gone away or healed now. Or you could say, well, yes, I did rob that bank, but I've also done a lot of good things. I gave money away too, to people that were hungry. No, you commit a crime, you are guilty of that crime. And the misconception that we come up with in our mind, the way that seems right to a man, but it's in the way of death is a lot of times we think, well, God, God is a loving God and he is a, a forgiving God. And so he forgives our sin. That's a really crazy misconception about God. Did you know God has never just straight up forgiven a sin? That's right. Every single sin will be paid for. It will either be paid for by you serving the penalty for that sin or the punishment for that sin was poured out for Christ for you on the cross. That's what Jesus did on the cross. He, he took the full wrath of God for our sins and every sin was forgiven and you are set free. That is mind blowing. All he says is believe in me. Believe in me. That's all, that's all he's ever asked of us is for our faith to just believe in me. He came and he lived the perfect life we couldn't live. He died on the cross, took our punishment on the cross. And so even now, when I sin, that sin was fully paid for by Christ on the cross. So what, does that mean I can just go sin freely now? Are you kidding? How can I sin knowing that my Lord took the wrath of God that I deserve for that sin. Apostle Paul says, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin so that grace may abound? May it never be. So somebody is going to pay for that sin. If by faith you are resting completely in Christ's death 
on the cross for your sins, knowing that just as he rose from the dead, you will also be raised from the dead to have eternal life. John chapter 14, Jesus was getting ready to go to the cross and he told his disciples, do not let your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you, for I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going. How do we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. If you have come to know me, you will know my Father also. From now on, you know him and have seen him. And Philip said, Lord, show us the Father, and that's enough for us. And Jesus says, have I been with you all so long? And have you not come to know me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? And the words that I say to you, I do not speak for myself, but the Father abiding in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Otherwise, believe because of the works themselves. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I go to the Father. Whatever you ask in my name, this will I do so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. So, if you want to be in the Lamb's book of life, that's what you want. Believe in Christ and you are in the book of life. There is a place already prepared, a room with your name reserving that place for you and he will come back for you and he will take you home. Otherwise, if not, well, as it said in Revelation 20, if your name is not in the book of life, it's thrown, you're thrown into the lake of fire. Well, that may not be the warm and fuzzy, but it's the truth. What comes into your mind when you think of who God is, is the most important thing about you. You got to get in your Bible and know the true God, because there is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. I hope that helps and I hope it encourages you to want to read the Bible more and to know him and to know his son who died for us so that we would be written in the book of life. This has been Letters in Grace for Thursday, March 3rd, 2022. Have a great day.